I am no longer just telling an inside joke about training. Rap, I made it through an actual class. Proving fighting easier from outside the cage, though still difficult on the joints adjacent to the cage, which is a way more complicated thing that this show does not stand for. Fighting easier from outside the cage, it's time for Verbal Tap. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph, how many classes do you think before I'm like, oh, this isn't miserable? From a pressure standpoint. From a pressure standpoint. Great class. Excellent Mm -hmm. fun, but... You know what I'm talking about? Like when Yeah. Pro con. Jaber is very good at instructing. Con. That also means that you probably eat a lot of pressure that you probably wouldn't get necessarily everywhere else, but it's supposed to be helpful for you. You know, I don't mind telling you. I was mm. sparring with someone um named Victor. Mm. Rap six five. A scab. Who knows? Kev, no. I, no, hold on. No. I asked nicknames. I asked. I was like, D- have we nicknamed this guy yet? And everyone's looking at me like, <laughs> what are you talking about? It was like, Jiu-Jitsu Drago? I'm just, I just got here. I, I don't know. But why are we letting mammoths train with us? What is this? A lot has changed, Kev, since you left, I guess. Yeah, there are giants now, <laughs> Rav. They exist. Well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. How tall are you, though? Six foot. That's in that region of too tall. Yeah. Because the way it works for me is I'm like about five nine. You're taller than me. So I have very little sympathy once you hit six feet. But six five is nah, that's a little bit bigger. I can I can muster up a little bit of I feel bad for you. Not a small guy, but I survived and I am back to practicing grappling. Kevin, how many people did you submit? None. Answers rounded up to the nearest twenty, please. Twenty. Yay! <laughs> twenty. No, I afterwards I it was the beginner class, so it's a little bit more cardio and right. technique intensive. So surviving that's always fun. But then next is the advanced class. I am now talking to you all. I'm not dead. So you know I didn't yeah. participate in today. But what I did do was roll with my man Sean. Black be- black belt at Jibera. Maybe weighs 145 pounds with the key and holding a 10 pound weight. Um, and he's one of those training partners. That's amazing. Not because I have a chance. I don't, mm. but he's just, it's like getting beaten up by a teeter totter. Like you're weightless. <laughs> you think you're crushing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're flipped back and you are about to tap, but he's really nice about it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's an, art. I wasn't quite sure where, the metaphor was going to go. And if I'm Sean, I'm not still a hundred percent that I'm glad I was referred to like this, but ladies and gentlemen, it's an important day here on the show. It's very rare that things align perfectly, but this is Kevin's first day back to training. And it also happens to be his birthday. 33. Suck it. Jesus. So and, he's made it to 33, which, by the way, no thanks to Jesus, as Kevin is reminded. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. thanks to gay Jesus. But I did surpass him in age, I think. I'll so the... uh, what Kevin doesn't know, though, is we're all about surprises here on the show. Never been a big I, fan. Uh, well, I've never asked. So we're at a weird stalemate there, my friend. We did get somebody to come in and sing happy birthday to him. Oh, I can only hope it's a star of the boneyard, <laughs> which if I, I'm not even going to say anymore because people know who that is. Mm. Mm, you would be correct to <laughs> assume. Yes, it is. I, uh, I am. Uh, I thought I am you now forgot. No, I thought you I forgot GSP. No, no, I could never forget the birthday of Phillips de Kevin. I tell you guys, it's very happy for me, GSP, to sing uh, for you, happy birthday. Yeah. Now say, we don't say happy. We say happy birthday. Do they have a special Canadian song or is it standard? I guess I, um, I guess this is one of those. Well, you tell me as I sing it to you, okay? <laughs> All right. 
All right. Thank you for the wonderful prompt because I was coming to do USA. Happy birthday. And I had a certain way I was going to do it. But now you threw something different at GSP. But yeah, GSP go with punches like he is fighting Michael Bisping. Ooh, one, two. Oh, don't choke me out. Okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. Here is uh, your song. Happy rotation around the earth. Gavin Phillips. Happy rotation that you are here because the dinosaurs died in vain. Happy birthday, Perati. Just like my parents sing it. That was beautiful, GSP. And this isn't by chance you also announcing you're coming back for a fight. Right? Just no, sure. no, because I hear too, okay? Oh, and my God. Go. What a birthday reel. People are just calling in haphazardly. The phone well, boards are lighting up. I come here to tell you I love you and I like very happy. <laughs> Yoel Romero, putting aside our differences, here to wish me a happy birthday. That means a lot. Everybody know on your birthday you get three wishes, okay? Yeah, <laughs> okay. Well, wish one, I want to meet gay Jesus. I mean, don't you? Not to say that we have to not meet straight Jesus. I think no, that's no. You too. say no, Jesus. No, help you. You will pay attention. You think he dummy, but he know. Is that a no to meeting gay Jesus? Because we'll just knock that. Okay. We'll, we'll knock that one off the list. Wish two. You tell me exactly what you've been on over the past five years from a steroid perspective. I, and this isn't this isn't critical. I want to get on it too, my man. I need those abs. Yeah, okay. Um, In response to your question, <laughs> I will give you PJ Penn. Oh, oh bro. Hey, that was going to be my third wish. That honestly that, was. It was going to be. No, that would be such a. <laughs> A beautiful transition, bro. I didn't know you made 33. I remember the first time I turned 33, bro. Oh, yeah? What, what did you do the first time? I don't remember because, you know, the brain and yeah. the concussion and the, the I shouldn't be fighting no more. But well, you know. Congrats on the new contract. You shouldn't be fighting, but you're going to be fighting till I'm 43 at this point. Oh, God. Oh, man. When you put it like that, bro, I should be not fighting anymore. You're going to turn 41 for the fourth time during this next contract. You need to think about that. Um. Okay, that'd be bad if I could count that high, but I get to the high teens now, and then I say, no, I'm good. Yeah. Well, I about. think we have one more person here, but we're going to oh. bring Raph. Uh, to talk and say one more thing to you before you, you he comes with this other person. All right, fine. Uh, well, the board has quieted down staunchly as Raph <sighs> returns to the podcast. Hello, everybody. <laughs> wow. Can I... I? I got a lot of endorphins running. Go ahead, Raph. <laughs> You're welcome. Can I be very reasonable with you right now? <laughs> very reasonable is what I feel like you would hope people write on your Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm not sure it's what we'd write, but it's definitely sure. what you'd hope we'd write. What I aspire to have. Yeah. Funny, we're going to get comma, to grappling here. Very reasonable. Make sure you guys know we're, we're settling all the things that we need to do. Yeah, we, we have a lot of personal shit to get to this week. Um, Kev, I have some real issues on where I'm about to go right now. Uh-oh. Okay. We know. That I am uh, somebody who enjoys doing the impression. Yeah. There's one that's not like eluded me, but there's one that's caused me a little bit of problem over the past couple of days because I felt like, man, they're in my my range. I think I can do an impression of them, but I had to ask your expertise before I transition into that. I'm excited. I never get okay. invited inside the process. Yeah, no, but you 100%. are very reasonable. Yes, very reasonable. <laughs> it's a section also in a blockbuster music that just goes, <laughs> I don't know what I want. But I just want it's reasonable. just things that aren't going to rock the boat. Like Home Alone <laughs> is in the very reasonable section. Yep, 100%. So, Kev, here's what I'm about to tell you. I'm driving home and I'm listening to the post presser, which we will discuss all of UC 231 on a later episode this week. However, 
I started listening to Max Holloway and I go, I know I put the seedings of a Max Holloway impression on this show before. You have. However, Kev, I need to ask your permission. Uh, Am I allowed to go full concussion? Well, I so here's the difficulty. I would have said no until I saw him sitting there in the fourth round talking to Joe Rogan. And now I'd say, no, you're good. You can go ahead and shit. You can go ahead and give it the old air because one, he's relevant. He's winning. He's all about right now. And two, that was pretty funny. Just his, I'm going to do it fourth round. The guy doesn't come out. He's like, I told you. It's like, well, hold on. I, I got to watch more here. But yeah, okay. Or, or is this you teasing that it might be coming? No, no. Uh, well, yeah, possibly. The reason why, though, Kevin, is because as I was sitting there listening to it, I was trying to get his cadence down. And I recognized that he started to sound a little bit like BJ Penn. And I said, no, nah, they got to have different vibes and different flavors. And then I started listening a little bit closer. So whereas BJ's like, bro, and there's that little, you know, up down curve you can see being mapped out on a graph. I realized the real key to making them sound different is to sprinkle a little concuss. Oh, I was going to say a little pitching. Nate Diaz, but. Well, Nate's there. Uh, Nate should have called him too. Now that I think about it. Anyway, I'm surprised I didn't book him. <laughs> no, that, that's not what I was baiting. I but, just seen. <laughs> no, I know. I, I just, just felt bad. Max Holloway has that little bit of thug aggression sort of athlete. Like not to say that uh, not at all implying he's, he's a very cerebral fighter. He just all of a sudden be like, it's time to get pissed. Yeah. And go into that mode. And that's what the Diaz brothers always, it's like, they're always like, chill, they chill. Live in and then, that. boom, it's time to get fucking mad. Right Just so that they can call that out at any given second. BJ totally doesn't really do that ever. BJ <laughs> doesn't do that. But, BJ's but, like, I haven't been mad in seven years. Why? What I, Why what do I want you to understand, though, is that as I was doing it, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know if I'm doing it well enough or if I'm there or if this is right or whatever. I don't know if society will judge me, but here we are. And then I realized that in order to get him, he kind of has a pigeony talk that people were describing because they said, oh, is he concussed? And we had one of our fans just go, no, that's just pigeon. He's fine. So, yes, they, they, they share a little bit of Hawaiian to them. So if BJ's bro, then for uh, Max Holloway, when they asked him in back, they go, what do you feel like? You know, you, you were out there and what, what did Ortega feel like? And he just goes, yeah, no, a lot of it was you got out there and man, no, can't, can't even do uh, He went out there and I go, oh, my God, I've literally turned him into gibberish. <laughs> and then I said, I have to stop this. I can't fully do the Max Holloway impression. So I thought I would let you know that. And it was disappointing to myself. Well, look forward to our UFC coverage this week with that monster teaser. 100%. rap internalizes the struggle of, is he mocking him or doing a good impression? <laughs> we're just a little worried about some of, uh, some of the Max Holloway speech patterns. But he's, you know, a warrior and a winner. Raph, there's yes. a lot to get to about Polaris. There's a okay. lot to get to about EBI 18. I'm yes. pretty sure. Yeah. Congrats to them. They can officially vote. Not yet able to drink beer, but what a fun card that will be for UFC 21. It's a real bummer. That's going to take so long to get to 420. just from a, maybe we should have like a special, you know what? Never mind. I'll throw that in the idea calendar. There's a lot to talk about but before we do that we need to talk about the underwear i was wearing when i was training because mm. it's important it's mm. strong it's durable and i'm not gonna lie to everyone i've gained a little bit of weight of course i have i haven't been training but you know what keeps everything tucked in north south jujitsu so imagine how good it's going to look on you if you're in shape and not of shape this appeals to both of shape for me in shape for those training like Rafa Sparza or Keenan Pink-Haired Cornelius, as I saw this weekend. What you got to do is bring the best underwear engineered for hygiene, comfort, durability. What is under your gi? Free shipping on orders over 80 bucks. Get someone what they want for Christmas. They have men's, women's, and exceptional design 
I also was drinking a little core drink because I need every advantage I can get, and I cannot spend time on something that they're just still. I wouldn't use theoretical nutrition because that's just not how I roll. I want something proven. I like facts. This is provennutrition.com backslash Kevin 10 backslash Raf 10 nutritional beverage mixes for sustained energy and enhanced performance. Two things I need chemical intervention for. So thank you to proven nutrition Raf. Now that we've gotten my underwear out of the way, which was Supreme. Let's talk Polaris pro. Uh, Ooh, eight. Wow. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Just to make sure eight and 18. Here we go. This was, of course, the card where Keenan Cornelius fought Craig Jones, darling of the international community, where Craig Jones walks away by decision and the Polaris lightweight heavyweight champion, a belt. It is a belt. And mm-hmm. Raph, your thoughts on the on the winner. Did you get to see this match? Did you get to see these two pretty boys? Fight? Yeah, I saw a little bit of it. it as Keenan described, it was a little bit of a... Uh, mix from the match that they had the last time, whereas Craig actually got to pressure a little bit more and seemed a little bit more convincing. A little bit of a leg exchange between the two. Keenan said that he was a little disappointed he couldn't get something going on Craig. And Craig, to his credit, said, hey, let's do it again, maybe in another hair color. So everybody was, I think, happy to see them match up. However, Kev, it just makes me feel like it was setting up for the third match. You ever see that movie where you go, yeah, this is a trilogy, huh? Uh, Home Alone 2. I immediately knew as soon as I saw just to keep referencing Home Alone. Or the Fifty Shades series. I knew as soon as I saw 10 (laughs) minutes in that first one, I was like, we're going to need three of these pieces of shit. (laughs) Need might not have been the word, but I would call this the Fifty Shades of grappling trilogies. Seems like it should be good. It's got all the ingredients, but mm-hmm. it just seems a little a little trite when they finally get together. Maybe it's you and I go different places whenever we watch movies or we watch grappling, but I went more... This was the second hangover, where it made more money, and you go, I'm very happy for it. But then you said, yeah, okay. So we're doing a third one, right? That <laughs> one's going to be shit-tacular. Because everybody signed on for a third one already. So we're- I mean, I hope... It- I hope Zach Galifianakis gets a lot of money. It is funny to hear them talk about that movie. <laughs> it's like, uh, I was listening to, I maybe it was one of them in the car with Jerry Seinfeld on that show. And it, was just, yeah. it seemed like there's an open joke about the amount of money they made. Oh, yeah. Given what garbage films the last two were. But, yes. You know, but happy for everybody involved. Can't and wait definitely- for Keenan and Craig to make that money in the next round. I guess we'll probably see it at Polaris 13. Maybe. I mean, the other thing that makes things weird for the rest of the next eight months are, are we going to see it in a super fight or will we see it at ADCC? And so it's going to be very confusing where all these things are happening. However, I I could watch them grapple for a while. Like, I, I think they put together a good match. So they'd be a fun no time limit crew would be and Why i have to say let's do that by the way what, 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 what you are know, we doing here swear to god kevin thought the same thing i said these guys are going so long without submissions and everybody bitches about the fact that we don't have time for no time limit matches i beg to differ at this point we had i think we've sat through enough of polaris where we go yeah we're just short of no time limit <laughs> we are dangerously close to it so maybe you could have added up all the time from the other fights that mm-hmm. did finish and punch it onto this one yep for just being really specific and i did get to see so i i don't want to talk about this card in a negative light because i thought it was a good card i thought it was yes. well called yes. but i i did think that fight didn't give me any satisfaction I will say that. So, okay. Hoping for a Craig Jones, Keenan Cornelius satisfaction fight. Didn't get it. That's how I'll measure it. Did get it out of Wagner Roca and Benson Henderson. Yes. And to maybe add my last 
two oh, cents yeah. on that one Please. is just maybe it's because we know Craig well enough now, Kev, but he had that look like, I guess I'm going to be going on another apology tour. <laughs> look on his face <laughs> at the end of the match. And I didn't want to tell him it'll be okay. But I thought that Craig should have gotten extra points for beating Keenan in the sick burn department. Yeah. Took way more shots at the hair. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Keenan. So I, I don't know if he would love this comparison, but he really, <sighs> he really is. And this is a compliment, but he has nope. a very tiger woods persona about him. Okay. Yeah. He's clearly a wonderkin. He's clearly very good and works very difficult hours i guess prodigy amazing yeah. all those okay. things but then you put him on camera and it's like all right well that was that was a that was pretty standard <laughs> yeah <laughs> i from the match when you got to see tiger versus phil mickle mickelson 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 tiger's boring tiger is not very good at this he doesn't really heckle he's just kind of a sweet straight-laced hard worker not really doesn't have that that uh, shit talking gene, and well, maybe you're alluding. I don't, I don't know, but maybe you're alluding to the thing when Keenan's like, um, "I beat uh, Craig twelve zero. Like, get out of here! Not even on my level. Come on, come on, man!" And it came off a little weird, and then Craig proceeds to kind of do a version of that to him. This version. So, okay, whatever. I don't know that we're Keenan's favorite people in the world right now because we did make a meme comparing him to Pink. And, yes, that we're talking about Pink the singer. And you know it's a great moment, Kevin, when somebody sees the meme that we made and very quickly comes to defend Keenan. So we had one person on Instagram going, y'all did Keenan wrong. And I was like, did we? And then another person says, um, I'm pretty sure Keenan's an anime fan, and that's why that happened. And I go, did we need that explanation? We're just, like, we're shitting on the fact that it's kind of odd. Like, if someone does something with their hair like that, they are essentially asking for some attention. And are Mission we shitting on it? Pink's, no, Pink's you can amazing. make an argument. There's a strong career by Pink, and she's a trendsetter. So you saw it the way you wanted to see it. I happen to enjoy her music. I thought about this right now. I said she's probably going to be a first-round ballot into the Hall of Fame for rock and roll. So really, like, ask yourself, what are your feelings about Pink? Because she has a number of number one hit songs. I love that this has been brought up, by the way. I'm really proud of us. During a Polaris discussion. Listen, to to- I, well, Kev, here's what happens is when people start to go, oh, that Joe crossed the line. And I think to myself, that's not true. But then I have a little bit of evidence, Kevin. This is why I have some evidence to say that Keenan may not love us right now. Oh, no. Which is not a pink fan. Found hey, found out the hard way. <laughs> we know. found out the hard way. Keenan's like, uh, I was more of a little Kim in the Lady Marmalade. Thank you. Uh, no, when we put up the meme, Eli Drake put up a very funny comment that said, uh, <laughs> "Don't you, pretty pretty please, never think you're less than perfect." There we go. As a comment, and then <laughs> tag Keenan. And then Keenan liked that, but he didn't like our meme. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I want to read way more into this than we even could. Let's spend the rest of the show doing that. Tune in later I in the week. Point out, Kevin. Does Keenan's like of the comment and ig- just flat out brazen ignoration of the of the meme? I will just prove point one out, or the Kevin, other. That's the equivalent of. Tiger Woods throwing some shade, a.k.a. Keenan Cornelius. But let's talk about Benson and let's talk about Wagner. And Wagner continues his streak of being the meanest nice guy in all of jiu-jitsu. He wasn't as bully big on Benson, Mm -mm, mm -mm. if you notice. And I'm starting to really love watching Wagner Roca. Kimura and choke people. It's just yeah. awesome. I love where he does it from. He has a mastery of pressure that is 
it looks mobile. So I was just impressed because it does seem like he's fighting these guys differently. With jujitsu people, he tries to bully them a little bit to maybe see if he can get them off their game. And then here he just strolls right in and is like, ah, eventually I'll just flip to his back. Now, Benson, quite a – I mean, this match had a lot of wrestling, a lot of back and forth. Mm-hmm. It was a fun match. It went all over the place. Benson loses via rear naked choke, but more rear naked jaw crunch. I, we got <laughs> to change the name for these. <laughs> well, keep in mind this though, Kevin. It's one of those things where Benson's biggest credit, I feel, consistently, is the fact that he's a gamer. He's willing to go out there and put on a show and compete where a lot of other MMA people may not necessarily sign up to go do that sort of a thing. So I'm happy to see him get out there and mix it up. And let alone Wagner the whole time is just smiling because he gets to just do what he does best, which is be a savage so yeah that was that was great and you know what ken it gave us a savage yeah be a savage be a savage jiu-jitsu cheerleaders needs to have it more they do it a little bit at ibjjf but it's usually incoherent nonsense (laughs) yeah yeah especially once they get to the cheers in brazilian where you realize that somebody missed the mark on getting on the train for timing, so someone's just like, and they're like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't. Oh shit, I didn't get it on the time. I'll just start my own chant. We're gonna row, row, row your boat. This shit." <laughs> so, uh, let's give Benson stock up. Benson wins, I think, mm-hmm. in this. Wagner Roke obviously won the fight. Didn't get a fucking belt like his other two guys, like mm-hmm. uh, Craig Jones would or like Dan Strauss would. So or Man- Mancher got a belt. Tough. That was, <laughs> and then to see Factor Roca so clearly want a belt and not get one. It's like, yeah. if anyone deserved a fucking belt, it was Factor. Get him a belt near. Who's our belt guy? Fire and the belt guy. We need a new belt guy. Just give it maybe, to the coolest fight. Maybe ask yourself do you not want to give a belt to the person most likely to use a slap while on the stage? <laughs> you definitely do. Just saying. They showed they got some good highlights out of Benson um, swan diving with AJ off the stage. That was cool. <laughs> yes, the Satoshi Ishii versus Dan Strauss open weight. Um, uh, again, well, no, this one I am going to be more critical of. Boring fight. Okay, not a lot of excitement. Yeah, big guys doing big guy stuff, but this fight, the next one I'm going to skip right over to, which was a blast. I thought, and frankly, had sneaky moments where I was like, why are they letting a child fight Imanari? Nikki Ryan versus Masakazu Imanari, famous for the Imanari role and being a violent uh-huh. leg lock attacker from way back. Uh-huh. Nikki Ryan wins by rear naked jaw crunch. It says yeah. choke again. That wasn't what that was. Imanari doesn't choke. He does, however, succumb to you're about to put my jaw in my ass so i guess i'll tap out here uh this is a great match this really was i think the savior of this card i was entertained by it but can i have a request here kev don't let children fight psychopaths because no. i agree and it made me nervous but can we have Nikki ryan not beat up on 42 year olds because that's getting very close to how old i'm approaching <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, selfish, but fair. That I actually did have that thought. I was like, I, I thought for just a second, it's like, who are you going to roll out next? Is Jeff Glover not available? Like, what? <laughs> who who could have possibly? Uh, Sakuraba, I guess, is still busy, but. <laughs> it just made me think. It sounds like part of a grappler retirement package where they sit you down and they go, we have some great plans for you. Um, we really, we got you a nice place. There's a lot of other assisted living people who live here. Also, you have a super fight with Nikki Ryan and that's going to put you out to greener pastures, but we welcome you to the community. It's going to be great. You might lose part of your leg or there's, your jaw. We're not the sure. There's rehab center and there's the jaw rehab center conveniently <laughs> labeled knee and jaw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good fight. So, yeah. Leg locks. Because Imanari definitely, at one point, though, I thought, I was like, don't end him. 
because there was at least <laughs> once where Gordon, uh, excuse me, Nikki, Nikki had the ability to just flush right out of a knee attack, and it was no. just, I was like, <gasps> I had that like knee jerk, I gripped the blankets, it's <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> so uh, that's a that's a great match. That's gonna Nikki be Ryan great. Dominates transition to EBI in a sec, but I do want to end on this. You mentioned that this was, we don't want to overlook the fact that yes, there were some things to discuss on Polaris, sometimes feeling a little long in the tooth. There was, you know, again, Nikki Ryan being up. Uh, Eminari was actually a better match than I thought it was going to be. So I was very happy to see that happen for them. But if we're being real, it was a nice return to form for Polaris, which has had two, we're going to be nice, two rough events back to back. And this one at least put the right individuals in a position to be seen. And, you know, we're still figuring it out here and there on Polaris. But I was I was happy to see at least people get excited for it because I feel like the last two were just kind of like, oh, is there Polaris? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll watch it. It's not. I mean, who's fighting on it? It's usually the question I get asked. And then I go, well, you know, they've got a lot of local talent. And then people go, "Mm, not tuning in for that. So especially on a day when it could have been overshadowed by EBI, I thought they raised the interest and the awareness that they, they did deserve. So good for them. I was very pleased to see that. However, Kev, you mentioned about clutching the uh, blanket nearest you <clears throat> during the match with Nikki and Eminari. I'd like to say that John and I did a live broadcast for grappling hour. And the moment that we felt like we were going to throw up was right at the beginning when two of our friends, Gabby and Megan were going against each other. And I thought that Gabby's knee was going to just shred in half. She essentially got herself. Oh, I'm sorry. You're transitioning over. You're headed over to to, EBI. uh, EBI. Yeah, because we're just we can go back the the Lackland Giles clarify. I agree. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, I don't. Tell me, it's a decision. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In that match, Kevin, you had Gabby who was trying to pass and was doing a really good job. And it was a good back and forth between the two. And this is when we just started the stream. And Gabby gets to an advantageous position, starts to pass, and before you know it, she's in a calf slicer. So instead of really addressing that, she seemed to be okay with her knee bending in a way that would make your knee squirm and tap on No, more than that, Raph, that would make my knee automatically trigger the Batman signal for Dr. <laughs> Gerhardt, my orthopedist. It would have been... I would have had surgery scheduled. I know exactly the moment you're talking about. And it was called out. Brandon did call this out a few times. And I thought he did a good job on the broadcast. He said he was, he goes, women can bend in a way that you or I can't. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'd say that there's on, it's on display. I'm, I'm glad that Brandon could get away with his Southern charmness of, I mean, y'all women are different. Brandon's right. <laughs> he Good then got him. into a 30-minute fatherly lecture about anatomy that was appropriate and super educational. <laughs> we got some. No, he was he was good. And okay, so do you you know her? Yes. Please ask. I mean, I'm curious. Mm, uh, I don't, do you think mm-mm. about tapping? Like how much worse does it have to get or did she even notice? That's it's funny because she'll probably be like, "Oh, yeah, I didn't even notice it was that bad." I feel like she noticed and didn't care because she couldn't necessarily move out of that position. So they kind of hit like a stalemate between the two of them. And I think the two of them are are fairly friendly and and nice to each other because they're so Cal folk. But, oh, just my own well-being was not good. And the worst part about it is there's nothing else on the camera but me and John. So there's no real hiding my reactions when I see how ugh, and terrible it looks for a knee to be bent like that. But that's why we do it, Kevin. It's that's truly why I do that. 
Well, I do well, no, I mean, we, well, that's why I do a live broadcast is so that you oh, see the good oh, that. Sorry, I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> Not why we do jujitsu, Kevin. No. <laughs> it's like, ah, uh, it's going to be a long time before I'm capable of, of that rap, but I, my time might have passed. The time might have been never. I, I'm going to click down to the next win in regulation. Go for it. Yusa defeats Amarante via choke in regulation. Oh, yeah, that was a good match. However, I do want to point out something. Patty Fontes and Jessica Khan uh, both had wins in that first round, which were amazing. Uh, it was tough to see that match going against each other because Jessa is a beast. And so in the quarterfinals, I felt bad that we could only see one of them advance. But uh, I did want to acknowledge them because I, I thought they were really solid Fontes. in the uh, very okay. first round, Kev. Fontes is aggressive. She, mm-hmm. just, she puts the she puts the pain on. She's not someone I generally those moments. Obviously, people from AOJ are um, like Khan is more used to that. But I just had that moment where it's like I don't want to trade with her. Fontes looks a little too like I'm going to be worn out within the first thirty seconds. So <laughs> that was my only yeah. Um, Romero defeats Agayo via armbar in regulation, and now she's off to the races. <laughs> yes. Scabby again. It's scabby indeed. It's a nice armbar. I was impressed by that armbar. These hard to armbar people, and her opponent immediately like put their legs in defense, which I also can't do. It's definitely one of those, like, all right, here, here we go. Oh, still got it. And that's the weird part about EBI is, I feel like even as a viewer, you can become complacent for a split second, and then someone hits like a real savage submission, and you go, oh, yeah, you can't take your eyes off of anything for a split second. It just, everything is in a lull until you're just dead. Yeah, and Bastos with the heel hook follows right up. Mm. The ladies, no one got tired. Like that's the thing. No. Even when you saw Yuri Samo fight, and I think the absolute, he got tired by his third or f- third fight. He just really struggled to have any energy. No well, one that's had the one problem. Of no my one favorite in the strawweights. Notes about that particular matches. They still talk about it. I mean, Danaher even told me he goes, "I mean, even the Golden One, you have to acknowledge that Mr. Gary Tonin played a huge role." And wearing out Yuri Samoas in that match. I was like, yeah, I guess you do have to acknowledge that. So do they get co-champions? I'm not really sure what the intent of that. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, no. Is, Gary did almost get to fight. That he almost did. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the nice part is seeing so many of these people. I have to say, Kev, the people who I knew, it was rough. In the first round, because we know Megan. Megan's the timekeeper for EBI. And the joke that I said on air was, oh, she's normally the timekeeper at EBI. Does she have to go back to work? And then I saw a photo. They did put her right back to work after she was out in the first round. Well, it's kind of a badass. She repped good. She looked good. She, she looked great. Fight. So, but all of our friends as in they the said very it, first it was like, round. Oh, all right. Well, she looks ready. <laughs> <laughs> so... But all of our friends in the very first round, like Rita and uh, Megan and, I mean, Gabby advanced, but then you got Patty Fontes and Jessa and uh, Fabiana. So, like, most of the people who I knew and uh, Lila, Lila's fire, but she got caught yesterday. Like, all these, like, people who are homies to us were out very quickly and I go, uh-oh, <laughs> like, this is a, a super tough tournament, everybody. So there were a lot of uh, post updates today where uh, people were apologizing for not winning, which is always womp womp. Don't apologize. No one cares. We're more concerned that you put on a good match. And I felt like yesterday there were good matches. Um, Kev, what did you feel about the event overall, though? So <laughs> there's there was a few things that I was struggling with. One they seem to be doing overtime in three rounds from jump street. And that really extended some fight times. Um, it meant any overtime you were automatically in for about seven more minutes because two, 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 I guess, God, how much does each of them get? We could have been in for in a total of, I guess, 12 minutes in overtime. 
The event ran long, is what I'm saying. It actually yeah. outlasted the Chiefs game, which went into overtime. It's Ooh. an impressive amount of grappling, and I would argue that if we're looking to make grappling more appealing to the mass, which has been EBI's typical idea, it needs to be a little shorter than an NFL football game. The whole event needs to just have some ability to truncate two, um, and you're welcome to talk me down from this, either more graphics so I can see who's kind of fighting who and as we're going, which side of the bracket we're on. They do a good job showing it right before. Or put them in like um, some sort of small indicator on the rash guard. That's all I would say. <laughs> so we know which fight on which side. Cause, and maybe I was intoxicated, Raph. And all sure. the alert was. But mm-hmm. especially with all the overtimes, it was like, wait, when did Lila fight? Oh, she already fought. Oh, that's right. I watched that one already. Oh, hold on. I go back and I got a little disoriented. A lot of overtime. Just a lot of overtime. Yeah, and but for real though, we can do the first round with one overtime. Yeah, for sure. Just yeah, button it up because then you're really reducing the amount possible anyway. And strawweight women are savages. Yes, that was my other takeaway. It's like, oh, just leg locks. No, no submission. I mean, seeing people tap to the heel hook, I was finally like, thank God. I didn't know that was yeah. possible in some of these fights. So it's cool to see it um, evolving in their entertaining fights. Hard to yep. submit. And the real question I have here, I guess from the aftermath of it all, Kev, is number one, all of the EBIs going forward are supposed to be combat jiu-jitsu EBIs. Uh, that's the rumor we've heard, and it seems to be uh, fairly something that we can confirm just in the sense that the next events that they're doing is a combat jiu-jitsu event. It's kind of off-brand, like a spin-off, like the Frasier, if you would, of uh, EBI that's going to be, I think, in February. And then on the other side, the next EBI, EBI, uh, what is this, 19, that they're going to have come up next is with like Geo and Ben Eddy, and it is a slap jitsu one. Yeah. So, Kev, I guess the question is, is that what they're going to do to try and hook people in? And then follow up, why are the women's not slap jitsu? That I did not know. And maybe they're trying to do with it what they did with the men's, which is start with just regular grappling, ease people into it, and then open up, unleash the smacks. I was actually expecting this to be a slap jujitsu fight. So when it wasn't, (laughs) it did take me a second. I was like, oh, okay, I guess I guess we're not hitting. Cool. Because, yeah, I thought we had been primed for that. And they had Gordon's stupid face on the mat. Oh, so Jesus. you were reminded of he versus. Someone said to me at training, they were like, God, you look like Gordon Ryan. I was like, no. So, um, no, I don't. I'm way too self confident. Hold on, and Kevin. Not in a fake way. <laughs> Fair enough. I was about to say, I know Kevin was saying that he's been injured this whole time. But you know how sometimes athletes get injured before they come back all shredded? Kevin, I'm not going to say the evidence is overwhelming. You might be on steroids. But if you are, could you have gotten better ones? God, I need to get much better ones. I did actually subtly sneak that at Jubera tonight. I was like, so uh, if you've got the Henzo Gracie steroids in the back, you let me know. And he laughed, but he did not present me with any steroids. <laughs> Which is amazing, Kevin. Uh, one day. But you know what? If you were really good for your birthday, you would have gotten some steroids. Maybe. It's like Christmas in that regard. Wrap mm. EBI 18 in the books. Looking forward to 19. I mean, I guess so. Uh, right, we got to see the. Right. I mean, we got to see this combat thing first. So it's going to be Gordon and Verdum and maybe Vinny, depending on what his million-dollar situation is at the end of this month. And then uh, someone else. They said, who should it be? So I guess that's a thing they're doing. And then afterwards when they do EBI. Are they doing both of them in Mexico, though, Kev? They're definitely doing Gordon in Mexico. I didn't okay. see where the second one was. I thought it said Mexico City for the other one as well. Oh, and I, no. The other one isn't in Mexico City. It's in something else with an M. Okay, you tell me, Kev, because I just looked and I got really excited because I go, oh, are they coming back to me? 
And I just, whatever it read, I go, it's not here. Don't care. Fuck that noise. Um, because I was, I was excited to have it come back this way to, to the real place where the EBIs should be. But instead, they're in a faraway place that I'm just not going to go to. Because I had enough people who were coming up to me and saying, hey, are you going to that EB? And I go, no. <laughs> you think that they spare a budget for me? If they fly me out there, I will 100% go. But no. I'll see you guys on Skype. I like I like that you are this uh at least assertive about it. It's good. Well, I want to make something very clear, which is last year I had a blast going to the EBI out in Texas. Everybody was amazing. That was where I went to the event where you grapple and then they have beer for you at the end of it. Like it, Everybody was super cool there. So, yeah, there's there's a definite benefit to going there and, and having that happen. But, uh, yeah, this year just was not in the card. So to all of our friends who were inquiring, I'm very sorry I could not be out there. Um, but I think we had a fun show that we did as a live broadcast. And, um, you know, Kev, this is a weird time because whenever you have somebody who doesn't speak English – it's difficult to say, hey, do you want to do a Skype interview where you vaguely understand what I'm asking you? So I'm hoping to run into our EBI champion uh, maybe somewhere soon. But I will extend an invite. It's just I'm, I'm going to need a translator. And it's in Monterey. That's what I thought I saw. Monterey, Same thing. Mexico. Everybody knows oh, Monterey, Mexico, right? No, Canada, Not I think Monterey, you, Canada, or Monterey, yes. Oklahoma, and it should be uh, fun. Remember, we get to see Gordon get smacked. I guess I'm in. And any final notes, grappling wise? Fun day of grappling. I got back. We watched some. Uh, we watched a lot of grappling on Sunday. You yeah. interviewed Onitz on the Grappling Hour. Yes. Find them on Facebook. Subscribe, follow, be a part. Raph is interviewing people you want to hear from, and he's the only one doing it. Go listen. Oh, shit. Somebody asked Learn me today. Something. The guy who I worked with asked me today. He goes, who's doing what you do in like grappling an MMA? And I was like, nobody. And he goes, oh, cool. And I go, yeah, kind of. Well, kids, I think what what are we are we at the end? Are we doing? Yeah, a two we're part? kicking it. No, we're headed out to. Uh, we're gonna be back later in the week to talk UFC. That is gonna do it for us. Do you want to do some shout outs? I'll give Jibero yeah, sure. a shout out. He was so welcoming. Got to train with Sean. Uh, got a great class. Got some. Oh God, the cardio. I was scared of blue belts and the warm ups, and I was right to be scared of both. Raph, everybody's just getting tougher, but um, good to be back. And massive shout out to Victoria, who made the birthday great. She threw a, a nice dinner party Saturday. It was just fantastic. Absolutely. And that'll do it for me. Very grateful. Great, great birthday. Well, that's amazing. I saw you riding a horse, and I said, Well, it's finally happened. Kev has turned country. The one thing I told him never to do. No, it looked actually really cool. You guys had like a beautiful background setting. I can only imagine how nice it is to be in Denver and have that backdrop with it. Yeah, we uh, went on a nice little trail ride. She knows how to ride. I am from Kansas. So if if I ever appear not country, it's because I've been to the finest boarding schools in feminism (laughs) since. But I still have a uh, rooted deepness for fun in the outdoors in terms of that type of stuff. You just ride a lot of horses growing up. But, oh, uh, I didn't know that about you. Well, my neighbor had a horse, so you know you get a chance to just mosey on over. That's As one does. It. Yeah. And I love the boots, so I was, <laughs> I'm not sure. That's more of a um, – it's kind of a Freddie Mercury reason to be a cowboy, but I'm sure. okay with it. <laughs> When Kevin goes into his deep phase, he's just going to be like, I'm, I'm really feeling a cowboy vibe for this season <laughs> of Purple fun. Tap, Raph. I'm uh, going to start quoting Tim Kennedy in a pro in a positive way. Mm, mm. All right, kids. Who am I shouting out right now? Let's go ahead and do this. Let's shout out, first and foremost, the on Invitational. They also were this weekend. I caught bits and pieces. I was at Disneyland. Suck it. I needed to take a break. 
I didn't see all of it, but I did interview three of the winners. We interviewed Frank Rosendahl in the Grappling Hour. We interviewed uh, Quinton. Hold on. I always fuck this name up, Kev, so I'm going to try and say it with you. I actually had to ask a guest. And like a lot of times it's for funsies and I kind of mess up on things on purpose. For his, I was like, no, nah, I'm legit going to mess it up. So it's Quinton Rosenzweig. Rosenzweig. Close enough. Yep. Rosenzweig. And he told That's me, he goes, just, I would say it. <laughs> well, he says, he goes, just think of it like adding swag at the end of it. And then I felt at the end of the interview, he said it a different way. And I go, this is, I don't trust you, kid. So him and then uh, Jacob Harris came on the show as well. So that was a lot of fun. If you guys haven't seen that, go to Grappling Hour, do all that sort of stuff. And then my thanks to John Evans. We had a really good uh, Grappling Hour accompaniment podcast. So I think that you guys will enjoy those things. Of course, Valley Martial Arts Center and the mm-hmm. LA Jiu-Jitsu Club. And if you guys need coverage for your no gi world's experience hit me up fifty dollars per match you get detailed coverage you not only get myself shooting but i got backup shooter i got kid a photography coming with me so reach out to me reach out to kid a photography at gmail.com and we'll be happy to make sure you get some great photos and if you're not competing or you're competing and you just you know you can't afford the things just say hi Come say hello to me. I'll be all around covering the event out in Anaheim this weekend. And Kev, what's going to do it for me? That'll do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. So grumpy. I like it. I mean, yeah, it was, this is part one of two. So it's no, not really a goodbye. It's a, <laughs> wait to see you tomorrow. Raph's going to go train. <laughs> you have dialed has been changed. The new number is, please note, the new number is